0: Good morning and welcome to Resurrection Sunday and uh, it's great to have you with us here today and of course our world has gone a little bit crazy just again this week. Uh, it's uh, We're in a, another interesting season and uh, you know with our immediate experience here in southeast Queensland with uh, restrictions and lockdowns coming back in, thinking about Resurrection Sunday this week I thought is it really appropriate to celebrate at this time. And yet, if I think back to the original context of that original Resurrection Sunday, the world was a dark place indeed. And the light and life of Jesus Christ, by His resurrection, He broke the gravitational pull of a world in decay And illuminated a pathway of hope for every generation. And right from the moment we start this morning, I want to encourage you, friend no matter what your external circumstances are doing, God wants to do something in your life. The resurrection power, the life of Jesus Christ is able to touch you wherever you are, whatever your circumstances are today. God wants to do something good in you. So let's pray together today. Father, we thank you for these moments together. We thank you for your word. And we pray, Father, that faith would rise in our hearts and we would allow you to do something miraculous in us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Cool. Well, I love the words of the angel to Mary Magdalene. Uh, as she stooped down and looked into that cave of death on that first resurrection day. And the angel says to her, he is not here for he is risen. She's looking for the body of Jesus and the angel declares, he is risen. I love those words and I want to talk to us today and encourage us about God's resurrection power right now. The title of my message is simply Resurrection Now. And I want to go to a story in Scripture that I think really reinforces this so, so well. Uh, Of course, resurrection means a restoration of life. Something that was dead or something that was, was broken, literally even something that is rotting, as we will see in this story, can be brought back to life again. And that's certainly the case that's illustrated. In this story in John chapter 11, uh, it's a great story of of Jesus. And of course, his good friend Lazarus has died. He's actually been dead at the point of this story where we pick up the story. He's been dead for three days and buried. And uh, his sister Martha runs out to meet Jesus. We'll pick up the story. It says, Now Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming went and met him. But Mary was sitting in the house. That's her sister. Now Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. And Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. And Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day and Jesus said to her I am the resurrection and the life he who believes in me though he may die he shall live and whoever lives and believes in me shall never die and then he poses this question to Martha do you believe this and she said to him yes lord i believe that you are the christ the son of god who has come into the world and, uh, and Jesus, of course, the story goes on. Jesus goes on uh, to literally raise a corpse that had been in the grave for three days. And if we look at this story, I think that you would agree with me. This is as difficult maybe as circumstances and life can, can get. The premature death of a loved one. And we find Martha here is just in a, in a moment of overwhelming grief as she's speaking Uh, with Jesus and the fact is this conversation that Jesus has with her reveals a very clear picture of a journey of faith a very real journey of faith for Martha Jesus leads Martha to a place not just of total faith but of now faith of having faith for the moment. That's what I want to speak to us about today. Having faith for the moment, for the moments in our lives that we face right now, not just what once once was, a great story that we once had, maybe a great testimony. Not just a, a faith in the future, someday maybe, but a faith that anchors our soul right now and brings resurrection power into the things that need his life today. I love this story because. In Martha, we see that her faith made this journey before her circumstances changed. She didn't get now faith once she saw things happen. She got to a point of faith in the moment before anything externally had changed. And I think that is actually what real faith is. Real faith is believing in spite of, not because uh, Jesus highlights this in a later chapter of John, with uh, with the famous passage with the doubting Thomas, and he says, "Thomas, because you've seen me, you've believed. Blessed are those who have not seen, and yet believed." In other words, you know the first application was a literal seeing. You've you've seen me. You've seen me in resurrected state. So now you believe. But I think a broader sort of metaphoric meaning is when Jesus said blessed are those who haven't seen it's blessed are those who haven't seen me do anything yet blessed are those who haven't seen the miracle or haven't needed to be convinced of a change of circumstances for their confidence and their faith to rise but on their darkest day and even in their darkest moment allowed faith to take hold of their hearts and therefore saw the miracle and that's the kind of faith Jesus brings Martha to in this passage. You know, with difficult circumstances, often the question becomes, you know, will people lose their faith because of a difficult moment? Uh, But I'm not sure whether people actually do lose faith in a particular moment, no matter how difficult it is. I think maybe the difficult moments just really reveal the level of faith that we hold before the difficulty difficult moments don't necessarily change things but they certainly reveal things and so let's have a look at this journey of faith the first thing I see is that uh, Martha had faith for yesterday no worries at all she said if you'd been here if you'd just been here a couple of days ago she had faith for yesterday which I think for all of us it can be the easiest Faith to hold, faith for yesterday. But then a difficult circumstance turned up and challenged it. You know, people in Jesus' day had that kind of faith. A a well-known group that he clashed with often were the Sadducees, were a, a group of religious teachers. And they didn't believe in the resurrection their whole faith journey was one of static religion where they they you know understood the story of past days and they clung to it but they really did not have faith for anything outside of what they already knew they had faith for yesterday and that's where mary starts you know maybe even here today you've had a religious experience you've you've had that sort of background and You have faith in the sense of a static belief, but friend, I want to encourage you. There's more to faith than that. And Jesus was determined to bring it out of Martha because faith for yesterday is not going to get you the miracle that you need today. You're not going to see the intervention you need to see in your life, the divine intervention, the goodness of God poured in with yesterday's faith the next faith that we see is faith for the future where she says to Jesus "Hey, I know he'll rise again you know one day one day in the future at the last day and that kind of faith always sounds spiritual you know when we talk about having faith for the future and you know it's a vision faith and there's, there's nothing wrong with that but it's a little bit intangible it kind of sounds spiritual it sounds like faith but it can actually be a cop out It can actually be a lack of real commitment, a non-commitment, sort of a little bit like uh, doing a business deal and saying, hey, I'll pay you later as long as I make money off this deal. It's seriously lacking commitment. It's sort of like the jury's out until I know the verdict. But that's not faith. Faith is believing before we see. And then, of course, there's faith for now. And this was the faith that I believe Jesus is leading Martha to all the way through. He poses this question, and it's a tough question. Jesus really put her on the spot. You could actually look at Jesus in this passage and say, you are being really hard on her, Jesus. Like, this is a grieving woman. She's grieving over a loved brother who has just recently passed away, all of her hopes and dreams shattered and probably even feeling let down by you because if only you'd been here sooner, And yet Jesus pushes this point. And I think it's because, and and sometimes what we want, we want someone to stroke us in difficult times. We want someone to reassure us and pat us on the shoulder. The problem is that's not necessarily going to inspire the kind of faith we need to see God move in our now. And Jesus challenges her, do you believe this? And she finally gets to that point where faith is active in the moment. She says, yes, Lord, I believe. And that was the answer that he was looking for. That's the kind of faith that triggered the miraculous. It's immediately after this that Jesus goes to the tomb. They roll back the stone and he calls Lazarus forth. It was this faith that brought the divine intervention. Even though Jesus might have seemed merciless in his determination to bring it out of her, he brought her that point of faith. I want to say to us today, friends, Jesus Christ rose from the dead. 2,000 years ago millions of lives all around our planet even in the worst of circumstances are experiencing his resurrection power and miraculous intervention day by day by day and that's exactly what God wants to do in our hearts and he does it through now faith he does it through faith that's active in the moments that we face our difficulty or our crisis I want to encourage you Get faith for now. Get faith for what you're facing, whatever that might be right now. I mean, in this current season, none of us would have imagined at the start of this pandemic that over a year later, we'd st- it, we'd still be being affected by it. And there has been loss there has been a cost for some it's been employment or business or opportunities certainly social fabric and families there has been loss in this season it's been a difficult season and here we are surrounded by a circumstance that probably a week ago for those of us who live in this neck of the woods just a week ago it would not have even entered our minds and yet here we are again But actually what it should do is make us ask some of the deeper questions. I mean we've been reminded that our world is actually a fragile place and that should make us ask some of the deeper questions you know if we've been overly shaken this week by circumstances then maybe it's an indicator that our hope, our plans, our dreams are more anchored in this world than in the promises of God Because it's only this world that's shaking. Jesus isn't. His promises are still firm. And the real question for us is always, do I believe now? Can Jesus make a difference now? Can I lay hold of resurrection power now? Not sometime in my past where God proved to be good and not some distant hope, but right now is my faith in his resurrection power active so that I engage God and God engages me even in my moments of brokenness, in my moments of pain, and I see his resurrection power do exactly what it did to raise Jesus from the dead and that is raise circumstances that are in pain, disarray, brokenness or even death within our lives raising them up again. So I've got some questions for us today and we're going to pray together and we're going to believe to see God's resurrection power at work in all of our circumstances. But here's some questions to ask. What areas of my life could do with some resurrection power right now friend think about it think about your life and your situation what areas in your life could do with some resurrection power some bringing to life right now it could be an area of health for you where you've struggled with something and resurrection sunday is a brilliant day to reach out to god for his healing power You know, maybe you are someone who has been affected financially in this season. Or maybe even just this season has made you circle the wagons a little bit and become fearful with your finances. Friend, now is a a great moment to have a moment of faith and believe that God can get involved in my finances. Even if that means I have to take the first step of faith before my circumstances change and sow a seed by faith. It could be in our relationships. You know, right now you might be in a point of pain with someone in your life, a point of disappointment with someone in your life. I want to encourage you, believe for Jesus to get involved in that and make a difference. Another question we should ask ourselves is, what step of faith do I need to take to focus my past faith experiences and future faith hopes into this situation right now everything that I know I know that God is good God has done me good I have faith and confidence that God is good and will do me good how can I bring those two things together and focus my faith in the now and believe for miraculous intervention in the circumstances I'm currently facing what's happened what's Jesus done in your life what are you believing for How can you focus that faith into your now? And that might look like a number of things. As I said, it could look like sowing a seed. It might look like just raising a hand for healing. It might look like determining to have a brave conversation with someone and bring restoration to a relationship, trusting that God's power will be at work as you do. Lastly, what will my faith confession over this circumstance be? What's your faith confession over the the difficulty of life right now or a, a particular challenge you face? Is it, Lord, you are my healer? You are my provider. You are my peace. What is your faith confession? What does it need to be today? And I'd like us to pray together and I want you to think about what you specifically face and something that you go, God, if you could raise Jesus from the dead, if you could bring Jesus out of a, out of a tomb, then what could your resurrection power do in this circumstance? And I want you to bring it to your heart and I want us to pray in faith this morning, believing for Jesus resurrection power, to touch that in you, in your loved one, in your work situation, your business situation, whatever it is that you're bringing to Jesus this morning. And let's pray together in faith. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your power the power of the Holy Spirit at work in Jesus, that what you did in Jesus, that very first resurrection day, is what you want to do in our lives again and again and again, speaking life into dead situations, bringing life from what was rotten, what was broken, what was dead, making it alive again, causing dreams to live, causing hopes to live, Father, causing relationships to live, causing bodies to thrive in Jesus' name, causing everything to do with our lives to prosper even as our soul prospers right now in the name of Jesus I thank you for the power the resurrection power of the Holy Spirit work in each one of our lives as we bring our need before you today we give you praise we give you thanks that Jesus you didn't stay in the grave you weren't left to rot you were raised to glorious life and because of that life we have life we live by the faith of the power of the Son of God at work in us your holy spirit raising us up making us new and causing us to live in newness of life day by day we thank you for the faith that we now hold in jesus name in jesus name you know just before we we finish today you might have been with us online today and uh, and maybe you've never come to that point of now faith. Maybe you've heard about faith. Maybe you've seen people with faith. But but for you, faith is still not a settled issue. Oh, I really want to encourage you, friend, that God loves you and that the kind of faith that I'm talking about tonight, it's for you too. You might say, well, I've never been a church kind of person or whatever. That That's okay. Uh, God's into making everything live, friend. God's on your side. God cares about you. And in the same way that we've been believing for his power to touch needs, from everyone listening, he can touch your heart right where you sit, right where you stand today. And I want to encourage you. You can open your heart to Jesus Christ, to the risen Son of God, in the simplest of ways. It's simply... Say, Lord, I just open myself up to you. open my inner world up to you. Come into my life. Make me new. Let that resurrection power that, that I'm hearing about, let that work in me. And help me to understand what it is to follow you, Jesus. Amen. Just a simple prayer like that. Just a simple heart's cry, my friend. And if you've done that this morning, We want to encourage you on your journey. We want to get a copy of the Scriptures to you, a copy of the Bible to you, and uh, really encourage your spiritual journey any way we can. So you can comment uh, right now on the page, uh, or you can go to our Connect Hub on our website. There'll be a link there. And we'd love to help you in any way we can on your faith journey. Cool. Awesome. Well, Jesus is risen. He is risen indeed. And because he lives, we live. Because he lives, we can believe that his resurrection power will sustain us every day through every circumstance. And that is a wonderful promise. God bless your church. Have a brilliant week. And why don't we go out of here today praising Jesus.